It's time now for our farming series that we've been doing for the last couple of weeks. We call it Keep It Local. We try to talk to local farms, local producers. We want to highlight them and just show you the stories or have you listen to the stories of the people who are working hard to provide you with some local food. Plus, we want to encourage more people to buy local. So today we're talking cheese. Yes, cheese. You may not think local when it comes to cheese, but oh, you absolutely should be because joining us now is Emma Jane, the co-owner and operator of Golden Ears Cheese Crafters. Hi, Emma. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Hey, tell me, how many different types of cheese do you guys make? Oh, we do about 14 different varieties. <laughs> That's a lot, Emma. I was on your website. Um, <laughs> when did you first learn how to make cheese? Uh, my sister actually uh, is our lead cheesemaker, and she has a really great team. Uh, she apprenticed under a well-known cheesemaker at the time that was in Agassiz, and that was 10 years ago. We're coming up on 10 years now at Golden Years Cheese Crafters, so a uh, long time ago that she was learning how to make cheese. Since then, she's kind of been designing her own recipes um, using, obviously, the great milk that we have in British Columbia that is just so incredibly high-quality and then she's creating these really amazing cheeses that nobody else really makes. Making cheese is kind of like making a cake. You can add a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It turns into something else. Um, so it's a really it's a really beautiful art. Okay, yeah. Tell me about that because I always think of this as being something very difficult. How do you how do you make cheese? What do you mean you need a cheese recipe? Yeah, you need a recipe. Everything affects cheese making. Anyone that. Um, makes bread at home and sees the seasons change depending on the humidity or the temperature. It's very similar for us with cheese making. So the temperature changes our product. The humidity in the room will change our product. Um, those are things throughout the year that we have to kind of modify our recipes to fit uh, whatever's happening in the environment. So making cheese is something that's very, you very much need to be hands-on. It's not something when you're making, obviously, a, a real cheese, it's not something that you can just automate and put into a machine. Yeah, you just said it, that. What's a real cheese? Yeah, a real cheese is something that we qualify as something that's not made with modified milk ingredients. So it's made with real whole milk. Um, then the cheesemaker can modify the fat content if they'd like to or pull cream out, which is what we do. We make gorgeous butter, which is super, super high fat. So we pull some cream out for that to do that. And then the remaining milk that we have we'll use to turn into a few different types of recipes. We'll do Havarti's, Gouda's. Um, we have uh, brie, blue cheeses, all all different kinds of cheeses that you can imagine. But a lot of them are really just our own recipes because you can't replicate an exact recipe from someone else it's really difficult to do and it is a little bit of uh, almost trademark copyright but in like a wink wink nudge nudge sense so you don't <laughs> want to do someone else's recipe um you know if they're already doing a great job then we want to respect what they're doing so we'll do something else right so i noticed that on your website where you said it's not parmesan you have to call it you call it something else yeah, Charmazon. That's a name that my mom coined, actually, because it was a happy accident. We were making cheese, uh, my sister and I, in the very beginning, 10 years ago, just the two of us, not realizing how much work it was going to be. And we were making what we thought was going to be a cheddar that day. We read the wrong culture. We overpressed it. We made a bunch of mistakes that you're going to make in the beginning. So we didn't sell it. We just held on to it. And sure enough, two or three years later, a chef at the Four Seasons in Whistler picked it up and was like, this is unreal. You need to recreate this cheese. You need to figure out what you did because this cheese, it's almost like a Parmigiano-Reggiano. So we coined it Charmazon, which is a cross between a cheddar and a Parmesan. 
And it, uh, we've since obviously like modified those mistakes that we made and massaged the recipe so that it does make sense and it does work uh, right. now every time rather than an accident. Emma, when you say it's a cost between like a cheddar and a Parmesan, all I could think of was I have to eat that cheese because that yes, sounds really good. Great cheese. It's Are really you just great. like eating cheese all day long? People think that we do. We do a lot of recipe testing. So we are we encourage our staff to like, hey, you need to try that because we're trying to tell people, especially right now with COVID, not sampling doesn't really happen at the moment. So we have to be able to explain to our customers when they come into the store, even though they can see the cheese, we've got a huge viewing window so they can actually see their cheese being made. But we need to be able to discuss with that customer what they're looking for and what it tastes like and what to expect. Because if they walk into our store and they buy a cheddar, and then they go into a grocery store and they buy another cheddar, it's not going to be the same product. It's going to be quite a different animal right. almost. It's a different class of cheese, artisan cheese making. Now, Emma, I understand that you are a fifth generation of a heritage farming family. Has it been all different types of farming that your family has done? Um, I would say so. I mean, mainly dairy farming has kind of been a mainstay, but they, they've definitely like delved into some other areas. There was some um, ranching. There was at one point in time, some sort of like manufacturing of farm products, um, like physical materials. Um, My dad actually had a cedar tree farm. That's the the land that we're on now. We've got 12 acres of farmland where our our shop is situated out here. And it used to be all cedar trees. And that's what my sister and I grew up uh, helping my dad with. But when he saw that both of his daughters, I mean, he's six, one and a half or almost six, two. And he saw that he had two daughters that were like under five foot four. He's like, well, they're probably not going to do cedar trees every day. <laughs> so that's when, uh, that's when the, my mom came up with the idea actually of like, Hey, you know what? We've got dairy in our roots. Why don't we do something um, that's related to dairy? And my sister and I both share the same love, strong affection for food uh, so we decided to jump into business together, which is hard. Right. Doing business with your sister is very hard, but oh. we, we get along and we've got the same goals. Um, I, f- I feel like, Emma, we could talk so much just about that, about doing business with family oh, yeah. members. But Emma, you know what? We're going to definitely check you out online and send people out to come and visit you guys and buy your products. So thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. That's Emma Jane, co-owner and operator of Golden Ears Cheese Crafters. Check them out online.